The start of 2023 has brought about somewhat of an upheaval in the tech space, and it's Tesla that is now looking in a different direction as the winds change. They've dropped price on some of their most expensive models in the range, but you'll also still have to fork out around about $100,000 Australian for the privilege to buy one of their cars. The Model S has been dropped by 5%, still costing Australians about $134,000, but the Model X is even pricier at just under $150,000, despite a 9% drop in price this year. And speaking of the tech space, the owner of Facebook, Meta, will start a fresh round of job layoffs, that's according to Bloomberg this afternoon. The world's largest social media network is eliminating more jobs on top of a 13% reduction in November in a bid to become a more efficient organisation. The imminent round of cuts is being driven by financial targets, which is a separate reason for the culling. The tech space has, of course, been a big casualty in rising interest rates, but let's see how they reacted today to the Reserve Bank's decision to increase interest rates by 0.25%. And now on Money News, the market wrap. Trade with CMC Markets, the trusted trading platform for over 30 years. Trade your way at cmcmarkets.com. All trading involves risks. It was a mixed session on the US last night and across all markets and even Europe. And our share market did open flat. I think it was really nervous about what the RBA would do. I think there were some economists that were predicting a 0.5% increase. But after the 10th consecutive interest rate increase and only being 0.25%, the order is closed up 37 points to 7,562. All the banks were positive after the announcement. They were all weaker before. ANZ up 1.3% to $24.52. Westpac also up by 1% to $22.34. I'm going to talk to Henry Jennings in a moment about the banks. But private equity firm TGB, TPG, they snapped up a 17% stake in Australia's biggest funeral business, InvoCare. You would probably know them with their national brands being White Lady Funerals and Simplicity Funerals. Shares up more than 34% to more than $12. In complete contrast, Megaport, their shares sank 14% to $4.88 after announcing that its chief executive has tendered his resignation for the role effective immediately. So he resigned today. Rio Tinto fell marginally to $125. They've been fined US $15 million by the SEC for an alleged bribery scheme. But wrapping up all that took place in the market today on an historic day where we hit a 10-year high of interest rates at 3.6% is Henry Jennings, Senior Investment Analyst and Portfolio Manager for Markets Today. Henry, good evening. A busy day for markets. Uh, yeah, hi, Scott. A busy day. And as you say, uh, the highest interest rates for a decade. So, um, yeah, momentous day for uh, the markets. Again, um, only a quarter point rise, but it still hurts. It still hurts. Tell me this. Share market, flat. Yeah. Just yeah. a moment before the RBA announced. As soon as the RBA announced their, their result, and then as soon as Philip Lowe opens his mouth, we jump by 30 points. How did that happen and why? Um, it's a good question, actually, Scott, because I, I kind of blinked and I had to rub my eyes and, and, and look at it and think, did it really just do that? I was quite surprised because the, um, the Aussie dollar didn't do much and the 10-year bonds didn't really do much. It was just the stock market that had a bit of a leap. Um, and it was really about the, the minutier, I guess, the change in language. Usually the RBA sits down with a cup of tea and a few biscuits after lunch on a, on a Tuesday, first Tuesday of the month, and they have a bit of a chinwag and they come up with a number and they release the thing. And they, it's a bit of a copy and paste. You know, we know the normal things that go in there. But this time out, there was just the sense. There was a few words changed here and there, and there was just the sense that 
maybe, just possibly, you know, we're coming to the end of this cycle, or maybe there was some suggesting that we could even see a pause in April, depending on the numbers that come out uh, between now and then in terms of whether we have seen this peak inflation. So that was enough to really galvanise the market uh, and kick it up that sort of 30-odd points. It, it, it was, I must have said, a bit surprising because usually these statements are a little bit bland and it was pretty much a cut and paste. We do have him speaking tomorrow. Yes. Um, so maybe we'll get more colour or more, more we'll, meat on the we'll, bone tomorrow. We'll be, we'll be reporting on that tomorrow night on Money News. But yeah. as you touched on, Shane Oliver said exactly the same thing, that it may be time for a little bit of pause. Let's get back to the share market. Um, yeah. Big banks all higher today. You know, Australians are under massive mortgage pressure, many for the first time. What's your outlook for the banks, and were you surprised they all went up today? Well, well not really, Scott. They, they're kind of in a, a, you know, in a, in a pretty Goldilocksy place at the moment. You know, they're, they're, their net interest margin is increasing because they're putting the rates up. They're being a little slow, to say the least, on putting those deposit rates up. Uh, so their margins are increasing, and they are in a bit of a Goldilocks position. There are... You know, there are still an awful lot of people that are ahead of their mortgages. There are an awful lot of people that have fixed loans and have been, I guess, making adjustments to their budgets in anticipation of when those fixed loans run off. So, and even today there was an AFR business summit and you had, you know, Matt Common, the uh, CEO of Commonwealth Bank, very, very optimistic about the economy and saying, you know what, we're not really seeing any problems at the moment. And we do know that Australians will basically you know, go to the ends of the earth to pay their mortgages. It's not like in the US when that all collapsed. Uh, they just gave the keys back and, and walked off into the sunset. That's right. It's, it's a very different system, you know. Non-renounceable loans, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah will that... sell body parts to <laughs> well... get their mortgages going. <laughs> okay, Henry. Now, I want to I harness what you said there on Matt Common, because he said today as well, he said that the data he's seeing through the Commonwealth Bank, and of course the banks have so much information on us, he said that yeah. despite rising interest rates, we're back at the pub, we're back at clubs, we're going to restaurants, small businesses are feeling more confident, we're travelling and accommodation sectors are flying. Now, he reckons that we're experiencing the best trading conditions ever, but on the other hand, there's a lot of Australians who certainly aren't. How is that reflected from a share market point of view? Well, I, I don't know what figures Matt's seeing. Obviously, he's seeing some different ones to what some of the retailers are seeing because they're certainly... Uh, talking about challenges ahead. We've just gone through reporting season, and it was not exactly a spectacular reporting season. And there were lots of, uh, you know, talk about uh, the challenges. Supply side, BHP talked about inflation at 12% within the BHP. So I'm not sure where he's getting stuff from. And anecdotally, when I talk to friends about what they're seeing, uh, and certainly some of the younger generation, they're cutting back quite dramatically. But then when you go out and about into the streets... There's a lot of money being spent, Scott. It, That's it's right. Quite, uh, you know, we've just come off uh, World Pride Week, and, and there was certainly Sydney was pretty buzzy. There was lots of money being spent, lots of people out and about. Um, so it, it is kind of weird because, um, you know, we are seeing this, this a lot of pain, I think, out for a lot of households uh, that came late to the, you know, the housing party, um, having been egged on to a great extent by Phil Lowe saying that, you know, rates will be low forever. We should call him Phil High rather than Phil Low. <laughs> um, so, you know, the people have geared up. Banks have lent huge amounts of money. 
and now it is hurting big time. No, I, I, my nickname for him, Henry, is that he continues to deliver low blows in 2023. Uh, now, <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. Wool, Woolley's boss today said after the RBA announcement uh, that he was starting to see food inflation ease on some products. Now, he also yeah. said that it's starting to slow at a better pace than expected. Now, that's got to be good news maybe for mum and dads who are feeling the financial pinch. But what does that mean for Woolley's shareholders? Well, I don't know what... It's great news for mums and dads that are feeling the pinch. A lot of the inflation that we've seen in food prices is not to do with demand side. It's not to do with people rushing out and spending up on caviar and French brie. It is people buying the basics, but the fact is the basics have gone up in price because of weather events around the country. We've had floods, etc., supply chain issues, uh, shortages of labour to be able to pick fruit, etc. So that really, you can't kill that with uh, interest rates. As far as Woolies go, obviously, you know, they want people to shop more. uh, And in some respects, they also may want them to actually move down slightly in terms of uh, the price point to their own home brands, which they do tend to make quite good margins on. So um, I don't think it's significant in the big scheme of things for Woolies profit as yet. Uh, obviously, if people have less money in their pockets, they, they, they do tend to go to Aldi and places uh, like that, perhaps, and change their shopping habits. But uh, food inflation is not caused by people just wanting to be bigger and eat more. It is because uh, there have been extraneous events around the world and around the country, fertilizer prices, floods, etc., that have pushed up dairy prices, pushed up meat prices, and that has really uh, flowed through in the supermarkets. Henry Jennings from Marcus Today, thank you so much for joining me this evening on Money News. Thanks, Scott. Always a pleasure.